start with a correction last time I mentioned weighing rats someone pointed out to me that we do have lab rats here for testing the food you might not know that there's a difference between these lab rats which have been bred in captivity and the carnivorous brown river of fur that pours down our streets and canals every night the lab rats are much smaller and easier to handle. I should say they're possible to handle. A few of them are like pets. It's a shame almost all of them die. Not from the food. We have a scientist, and he likes to look at cross-sections of their brains. He can't get enough cross-sections. He says he's a scientist. There's no way to check his credentials. But the way he goes through rat brain slices makes me wonder. Well, that's crazy. Of course he's a scientist. What else would he be doing with cross-sections of rat brain? Making tiny, disgusting sandwiches? No. He's trying to get at what the nanites might be doing to mammalian brains. He's exposing the rats under very controlled... Uh, what I'm told are very controlled conditions to cans of okay soda. Sounds like a terrible idea, but that's what science is sometimes. Doing something horrible over and over again to small mammals. So far, there's nothing conclusive. This is the world's last podcast. I am excited this week. I got a number of your letters. The pair told me that their contacts at the exchange were able to get them out. He was nice enough to copy the words on them before burning the originals out of fear that they might somehow contain a tracking device. He wrote them out on a wall near here. He's my closest friend here, or maybe in the world, but his handwriting is just awful. Let's see. This is from Miriam. She says, I used to enjoy listening to your podcast. Oh, when? Uh, it made me think that some of the old world would survive. It reminded me of the good old days, just hearing a disembodied voice rambling about whatever. I could play them over and over again, and it was like having the, a TV on in the next room, on PBS, or some channel like that, which is nothing to get excited about, which I considered a good thing. Imagine my surprise. I guess I'll have to. I wasn't there, so I can't remember your surprise. Uh, imagine my surprise when re-listening to one of your old episodes and putting some stitches in my arm. 
that's a long story. I heard you talk about how you think redemption is a good idea. Some of us would like to live past 60. Maybe it is pointless. But if life has to have a point, then we should just end all of it. None of us have to justify our existence, and we shouldn't have to, because we can't. And who do we justify to? Definitely not the so-called authority, and I would have thought not to you. Can't you see they just want to get rid of people who remember what it used to be like? Sure, old people are annoying and in the way, and sure, their reputation for knowing a lot about life might not be deserved. In most cases, it's not deserved. But that doesn't seem like a good enough reason to kill them. At least not to me. I hope you'll rethink this and admit that what's being done to old people is a crime. Thanks very much, and let me know if you still need help with Spanish. Well, Miriam. First of all, I'm sorry about your arm. I think your arm... Uh, the fact that you were putting stitches in your arm might explain why you found that so upsetting. <clears throat> a wound that requires stitches will probably make you reflect on your own mortality. I still don't see re- redemption. I don't see it as some kind of conspiracy. People over 60 don't remember the way things were. They remember the old consensus about how things should be. But you're right. The fact that they have no useful information is no reason for them to be eliminated. I think the authority was wrong to make redemption mandatory. It should be celebrated, it should be encouraged, but it should be voluntary. Old people should not be hunted and rounded up. This is the world's last podcast. Uh, now that I'm being hunted and hiding out, I can't help but think of the LAPD. LAPD. That was a theater company that always combined tragedy and farce. No, that was the Los Angeles Police Department. I don't know where to start. We had police in order to make people feel safe. To feel safe, it's impossible to ever be safe. All existence is just tiny particles moving through a void, pushed and pulled by forces we don't fully understand. We just have to hope they line up the right way. But few people can keep that in mind, and the ones who do are very, very strange. I was saying we had the LAPD so that people could feel safe. And providing that sense of safety was very difficult. Think about it. How did you appear to be doing something that can't be done? They were never credible, so they often went to extremes. If they couldn't shoot the person they were after, they'd shoot someone who looked like him, or someone in a similar car, or someone in any car. It was hard, but they weren't shy about complaining. Let everyone know at all times that they were always scared. That made me wonder why they kept doing it. If I had a job that made me scared all the time, so scared that I couldn't be rational, 
I don't think I would do it. So, the police were scared of the public, which made me scared of them. It wasn't a great system. It wasn't even good theater, because no one ever felt safe. That's not fair. I should say it was a little more than theater. They did manage to solve about half of the murders that were reported. I always thought I could have done that. I can solve half of all murders now. Is the victim married? Then it was probably his or her spouse. If you've never wanted to kill your spouse, then you've probably never been married. This is especially true for women. So many of my friends who were married said there's something about watching a man eat. Just watching him eat something, shoving it in his mouth for the thousandth time, that would drive them into a murderous rage. If the victim wasn't married, or if it wasn't the spouse or a lover, then it was probably someone they owed money to, or who owed them money, or whom they had caused to lose money. After that, it might have been siblings, making a final effort to get all of their parents' love for themselves, or friends who secretly hated them. Some people do get killed by random strangers, but those are the murders that remain unsolved in any event. So I think we can go through that list without all the fuss and shooting of a police force. The so-called chaos after the calamities was a welcome break from all that. Granted, no one noticed that aspect of it because we were all terrified of the mutations and of the mutants. But we could all walk down the street or pee outside without having to answer a lot of questions from a 19-year-old holding a gun. That's why when I was on the old council, I voted against forming a police force. I was outvoted, and we ended up with a civil guard. But they're so incompetent that we can still feel safe. At least for now. I'm not the least bit worried (laughs) that the Civil Guard is going to find me. But my movements are being limited by the underground. They want to feel safe. I hope you will be safe, even though that's obviously not in your power. Anyway, I hope nothing terrible happens to you, and that you will join me again next week. Thanks for listening.